This episode is brought to you by CarMax. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because CarMax believes you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car they sell has CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Start shopping now at CarMax.com. I just want to use your love tonight. I don't want to lose your love What's going on? It is John Boy and Jake Radio. It is May 13th, one of Jake's favorite months of the top 12. We got this song. The song theme this week, Jake, that Jordan chose is um, Punk Goes Pop. Do you Were you ever into those albums or know about them at all? I was a huge no. fan. So back when punk was like, Punk pop was like the thing, like, you know, all those bands. Right. They would make these compilation albums, like, now that's what I call music, but it was punk goes and then another genre. So it was all these punk bands that would sing a pop song or punk goes hip hop, and they would do covers of them, you know? Okay. I really liked them. That wasn't my most favorite I've ever heard. Because was it like punk bands trying to show that they have music talent? Because I know like punk had a bad reputation. No, no, it was just have, it was just cover songs. Like it was just having fun, okay. putting their spin on songs. There's some that I really like. The, the beginning of that. So this is Midtown did this. Uh, I remember liking Midtown. Midtown did the theme song for MTV The Challenge one year. But anyway, that was not the best cover. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see what the rest of the week has. That's the best pop punk pop punk song I've ever heard. That's the best pop punk song you've ever heard. Pop punk, I've been calling it. Punk goes pop, you mean? Pop goes punk, yes. I'm saying because you've heard better punk songs. You're Blink get your punk pops here. You're a Blink 182 fan. We got punk pops here. Yo, Blink 182 has a new song out. And I'm excited for Rob. That's what I get excited for right away. Always. It's very uh, poppy. It's very like radio hit poppy. Okay. But it's about it's about growing up and what got them into like punk music to begin with. So it's kind of a nostalgic song, which is the game Blink-182 has to play now. Right. Because they are like a nostalgic band for people. They're there. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it sounded like Blink-182, better than their last album. But, do you want me to try and it find out. Did I talk about it enough that I should show you some of it? I mean, it's close. It's how, close. How are you doing? I mean, am I going to be able to appreciate it in like 30 seconds? Like if you give me the best 30-second clip of it? Yeah, that's what I'll do. Okay. It's called Blame It On My Youth. Blame it on my youth, got you feeling loose. Take that I wasn't born with the rich blood. I 
So it gets very poppy in the chorus, but I like the yeah. verses. The verses are very kind of like older Blink sounding. Sounds like Blink. Yeah, that's what I said when I listened to it. Because their latest album, I was like, this doesn't sound like Blink. So it's a very specific sound. Yeah, sounds like Blink. Good for them. Good um, for Rob, our friend Rob. I think this whole seb- segment has been low-key shots fired at Jordan, who does the music. You said you hated the pop rock song that was played. Well, I and like you the played th- another song to try to cover it up. No, no. It naturally led it to, wow, new Blink song. But I don't hate the theme, Punk Goes Pop, because I used to love those albums. I'd never heard the Midtown cover. My thing is, regular Your Love by The Outfield is such a good song on its own. Mm. Maybe that maybe that's just me, because that's like one of my top 80 songs. Yeah, maybe that one can't be, can't be messed with. Uh, anyway, how was your weekend? How was your day? How are you? Um, I'm all right. I... I mentioned to you, I, I've been up since the wee hours. My big sis, who was in town, had an early flight, um, but I got to see her this weekend, so that was good. We had a we had a bummer of an ending. We were because uh, obviously I had to watch the Yankee games and stuff, and um, we we're kind of building up, and we we're podcast after the Yankees games. New talking Yanks up today. Um, so I was like, all right, like let's get this done, and then we'll we'll have a little barbecue. It's gonna be good weather. Watch some Thrones. Um, a, we had the <laughs> the Stop the Trop Part Ten that came up in this weekend series. The lights went out in the Trop. Like it was going to be a tight, like two hour, two uh, two and a half, two forty five minute uh, baseball game, and then the lights went out for forty three minutes. So that extended it. So I was like, all right, that's okay. That's that's fine. That's I was going to say that's baseball, Susan, but that's not baseball, Susan, in fact. Um, so then had uh, our, our mutual friend Jeff was going to come over. I hadn't seen him this weekend. And I, he's like, hey, I'm, on, I'm coming over. And it was in the middle of podcasting. So I was like, my sister had the keys to the apartment anyways. I was like, oh, they've, they've met before. I was like, I'll tell my sister to meet up with Jeff, let Jeff in. They can hang out. That's fine texting my sister during that time my sister got the news that her cat pinky was gonna have to be put down um so really sad times um just so, old yeah. age uh yeah at, at pinky was 10 um r.i.p all right that pinky. is that is that old what's i don't know anything about cats is that how old so cats? cat i think cats can push push it a little further I mean, I think any animal getting into double digits, you're you're in the danger zone. But I think cats can push it closer to 15. But Pinky had had some illnesses previously, um, so yeah, it's ever it was like every pet owner's nightmare being away um, from from your pet uh, while while that happens with well the main nightmare of it. But um, so yeah, I mean that was sad times. She she uh, gave gave her some space. Poured herself a stiff drink, went for a walk, um, and then came back and watched Thrones. But besides that, it was really nice seeing my sister, who's a big JJR listener. So she's she's listening to this. Hi, Renee. Um, Hi, Renee. But uh, yeah, some some good weather, some baseball around it. 
going back to Friday and trying to put a number on that, um, the the only thing that jumps out is the Golden State game, which I was peacocking a little bit because Dat Papi Gordo was kind of on it again. Um, and I guess the Yanks won that nice little pitcher's duel in good baseball. So, yeah, that was a really good sports night for me, which matters in my life. So six and a half. Six and a half it is. How was your weekend and how was your Friday? I don't do much. I don't do much uh, ever. Friday was good because the Yankees won. I think it was really yes. nice weather. I barbecued again. I made some food for Katie and I. Or was that Saturday? I, f- I realized how close it is to Luke graduating and being back in town. That got me excited. Right. I had one moment over the weekend. I don't know if this was Friday or Saturday. I was walking on the boardwalk. I walked to go get a sandwich, and I just walked on the boardwalk back, and it was like beautiful weather. And I was all not sensitive. I wouldn't say that. Um, okay. I was in an open state of mind where, I don't know, I was walking, and I was like, God damn, I really love living here and where my life is at right now. So I was very happy. That's good. Nice weather, walk. Outside, <clears throat> it's good. I'm gonna go six. I'm gonna go six point point seven, because that's what I did on Thursday, and that's just all I remember. It's it's <clears throat> funny. It's funny you said that. My my sister was asking some inquisitive stuff about the talking Yanks. She supports, obviously, um, and like she mentioned, like vacations and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I mean, nothing like crazy lined up. Like, could go somewhere if I need to. But like, even. Even back when I was still doing my old job, like when I was in Mexico, like I podcasted that Sunday night on the balcony in Mexico, if you remember that. Yeah. So I was like, you know, there's there's some flexibility to it. And uh, I, I forget how she phrased it, but she was asking like about both of us. And I was kind of like, I think Jimmy's where he wants to be. <laughs> like Jimmy, Jimmy's at the Jersey Shore. He's got his family. Like if he if he needs to go somewhere, he goes outside, and it's it's his little Jersey Beach town. So I'm I'm happy you, you're smitten. Yeah, I am. I am. Uh, when and the weather's like, I'm actually kind of uh, not excited for summer. So I'm enjoying spring right now. Right. And then it you've rained. been on a big grilling hot dogs kick. Well, Katie bought a whole pack of hot dogs. I'd love That'll to be do grilling. It. <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd love to be grilling. I'd love to be grilling burgers. We just don't have any. That'll do it. <laughs> That'll start the hot dog kick. What was uh? Oh yeah, the only other thing that well, a we need a grade from your Friday if you have some. I did. I gave it a six seven. Okay, six seven. Oh wow, that's pretty good. Um, dude, I got I got caught. Maybe it was Friday after JJR. Maybe it was Saturday. All the days mixed together, man. Um, dude, I got caught in just an emotional wormhole. Maybe it was even before that and I already did this on JJR, but, um, dude, back to back to back, I hit, um, well, A, it was one that I didn't know was going to trigger me. It was, there was like a dumb Colin Cowherd rant. Um, I forget what athlete he was talking about, but he said the sentence, (laughs) if you didn't make mistakes during your college years, you have a boring life now. (laughs) And I was just like, I was laughing because Coward says stuff like that. And it, it's normally just like whatever. But then that led into the Scott Van Pelt, um, the daughter's tribute he did on his daughter's birthday. Did you see that? I did not. It's, it's, I mean, it's just really good. It's two and a half minutes and it's the classic like sports guy. He says like he finds out, <laughs> he finds out he gets a daughter 
and he goes back to his computer and he like googled like how to raise a daughter <laughs> like like in the back of his head being a sports guy he makes a joke it's like yeah give him a glove and a beer and they're your son um but it's really nice you you would like it go check it out next time you want to get the emotions flowing and then right after that the emotions kind of came so I was like, I'm I'm diving in, and there was something else I'd been dodging. It was the Sandler Farley thing. I hadn't watched that yet, so I was just a puddle for about like half hour. Nice, um, but you got to do that sometimes. Yeah, I haven't got I haven't had a good Saturday cry in a while. Okay, I need to get one of those going. Check out the SVP thing; you'll like it. That's like a good. That's like a fun cry. I was doing the news stories today, Jake, uh, to the end of the show, the back end, and. Uh, I'm not going to say what I read, but it almost made me cry instantly in a horrible, 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 horrible story. And oh. uh, yeah, I had to like get up because I read it and then I reacted and then horrible, horrible story. Um, almost made me cry in like a way I don't want to cry. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. There's a twist. It's a fun game we play where Katie's home right now. Sure. So she took Zimmer's bed out of this room and closed the door because she wants to be able to do her thing. There's this whole situation where Zimmer likes being in this room with me, but Zimmer can't have the door closed to a room because then he feels trapped. So as soon as the door closes, he gets up and he tries to scratch until I let him out of the room. Right. And then I have to leave the door open so he can come back in. He likes free will. Right. If the door is closed, so, so I always tell Katie, like, if, okay, watch him. Because, like, he, he's going to... So she just took him out of the room, which is very nice of her. And she shut the door, and she took his bed and stuff. And he's just instantly at the end of the door scratching to come back in. He just can't deal with closed doors. I get so he frustrated. Want any, he doesn't want anything closed off to him, man. When I make the breakdown videos, I, I record for a minute and a half. And I'm like, all right, Zim. A minute and a half, and I close the door. Just stay laying there. Minute and a half. Gets up instantly. Has to, you'll hear Zimmer scr- like t- his uh, tap shoes in the back of all my breakdown videos. As oh, soon yeah. as something starts going on, he's got to be active. He's ready. Yeah. Let's go to the. Let's go to the sports. Your tri-state minute. The Yankees beat the Rays two games to one in the three-game set over the weekend. The battle of first place, the the Yankees beat games started by Glasnow and Snell, two premier pitchers in the league. Good for the Yankees. Go the Yankees. The Mets won games on Friday and Saturday versus the Marlins. DeGrom and Wheeler both with good starts. Sunday's game got postponed. One more day until the draft lottery, Jake. One more day into the until the draft lottery. Porzingis got beat up in Latvia because I some people were upset he's not on the Knicks anymore is the story that I read. The Giants and the Jets are still planning on playing football next season. The Rangers, Islanders, and Devils are also planning on playing hockey next season, and that's about it. Let's let's uh let's brainstorm this right now live. What um what am I doing for the lottery tomorrow? Am I going on Periscope? What should I be doing? What do the people want? What do the people like? Do you have uh? Does anyone want to go live with you? I have a cell phone and a Fitbit. <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. I think I think some of the talking Knicks crew is going to be around. Well, then you Could should just do be YouTube. 
should just be if YouTube if you're and we'll tweet it out and say, you know, watch live. Okay, cool. That way you can have multiple people. If it was yeah. just you, I'd I'd just say do Periscope. Paramore. Um Yeah, man, I actually totally forgot about the lottery until right now. I mean, through this weekend. But uh yeah, tomorrow's gonna be a big day. Maybe I'll maybe I'll write up some Nick Nick Nerves article. That old Nick Nerves article I write up every year. Nick Nerves, um, part twelve. Speaking of, I have uh the Porzingis thing. I I think my like talk about my my twenty percent fandom theory that I talk about where it sways the pendulum. Like I thought it was funny, like Porzingis was getting killed. Um, I mean, especially in New York Twitter, but I mean casually throughout Twitter, because he's a seven three guy with blood on his forehead. Um which is a tough look, but I I thought it was funny. I had a couple people like DM me and reach out, and they were like, they were like, "Yo, dude, what's that? That look at this guy sucks." And they were like, um, and they're like, "Dude, check the video. Did he push that girl?" And it's like, okay, guys, like I I think we're just we're so deep in not rooting <laughs> for Porzingis anymore that you just look at this like through such different eyes. Um, that if he was still on the Knicks, we'd be like, yo, Zinger, why don't you have a bodyguard? And then we'd forget about this in a week, which I think we're going to anyways, but it's pretty bizarre seeing a seven, three guy with a bloody forehead. Yeah. Uh, it's bizarre seeing him anywhere. Like when he does, he doesn't push <laughs> yeah. that girl. He just tries to get in front of her. That's ridiculous. I, I thought it was funny too, that you kind of just, just said it. Like I was actually saying it. In a in a less defensive way of Knicks fans, I was saying okay. it more in a. I think Zingus has always had these sketchiness about him, but we were blinded to it. Knicks fans were blinded to it when he was doing well, and now it's kind of opening up. Instead of now, they're searching for the bad. I think the bad is just being brought to the table now. Yeah, I think I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Like I know one of his previous things when he had his torn ACL, he was like. He was on a boat with a supermodel, and it's like, well, if you like Porzingis, that's really cool. If you don't like Porzingis, you're like, well, what's he? Should he be rehabbing? So I don't know. I think you, uh, yeah, you have a little bit of a multiplier on. I know uh, my best joke that came of it was uh, Greg, who is talking Nick's Greg. Um, <laughs> he goes, "How do we even know that's Porzingis?" Um, which you see is the only one of the few seven three guys in the world back in his home country. I think we got the right guy, but um, <laughs> yeah, good, bad. I was gonna say good for Zinger, but bad did you for did you look it up? Did he really get? Did they really like beat him up because he's not on the Knicks anymore? Was that the actual? I didn't deep dive, dude. There are a lot of weird questions. Like, I there's rumors he got hit with a bottle because people are like, yo, who could hit him in the forehead with just like a punch? Arya Stark, um, she could run and jump and do it. Right. I mean, it, it becomes a game of angles. Actually, the video clip of Porzingis would have been one of the best shots from this week's Game of Thrones, which we're going to talk about at halftime. Um, it kind of looked like the streets there for a little bit. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I didn't deep dive into the details because that's, that's kind of where I just landed on it. Like, this is going to be forgotten in a week. Like, nobody really got hurt. Zinger was at a club, and stuff happens at a club, and that's it. Mets with two wins over the Marlins, who are straight trash. Straight trash. 
Go Mets. Alon- you got the Marlins. Cheater. I think. I, I think in these two games, McNeil homered, Alonzo homered, Alonzo and Ahmed Rosario went back to back. Maybe not Rosario. I forget who it was. Is Alonzo going to be like an all star? I think so. I think he's really good. Speaks. I feel like too. all the good first basemen are in the NL though. That might be the only thing going against them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Goldschmidt, Freddie Freeman. I mean, 12 homers, a 948 OPS. Good for this kid, man. 24 years old. Went to Plant High School, Tampa. How about that? What high school? Plant. It's in Tampa. Uh, that's where the girls' family is from. And actually, I think it's it's a big jock school. I think Kevin Knox is actually from there. Wow. Think they're good friends then? I don't think so. Knox is so young, man. <laughs> Knox was 19 this year. <laughs> oh, so they might not even have been in school together. No, I don't think they were. Uh, let me let me click on plan. I'll, g- I'll give you the quick. Uh, is that, oh, this is only going to this is only going to give me the baseball ones. Wade Box. Is that universally uh, loved or, or intrigued by or is that just like you and I where I love like when you tell me two people went to high school together? I love trying to figure that out. I mean, it's it's basically, Jim, I think what it comes down to is I, I think it's cool, and I think why it should be universally cool if it's not is that, like, whenever you're on a Little League team or, you know, even a travel baseball team or something like that, basically a coach or someone says like, there's a chance that one of you will be lucky enough to play college baseball or something like that. And like, if you can look back and know that there was a coach on an AAU team that was like, well, you know, one of you kids might be lucky enough to make it to double a. And then you see like, cause who is it? I think Matt Chapman and Arenado went to the same high school or something like that. So yeah. yeah, that stuff's cool. I like it when you have two people that are in different realms so okay. uh, Jimmy Tataro, I don't know that you the YouTuber's name, who okay. did uh, the prank. I told told you this once. Him and Stanton, Giancarlo Stanton, went to the same high school. One they were senior, the other was a freshman, so they probably didn't interact at all. But if they were in the same grade, that's like a comedian and right. like the stud sports player. Like I would love to know if they interacted or knew each other. I don't know. That's well, well that's uh, Todd McShay and El Prez. Yeah, they were both athletes at the time. And then yeah. Now they're both in like the broadcasting world, I guess. Kind of, but I mean, it's it's uh, Different I mean, path. I get, I guess what's fun about it is the character arcs, which we might talk about at halftime with Game of Thrones. Update: Alonzo probably not gonna make the All Star game, Jake. You got Bellinger, Bell, yeah, and Hoskins ahead of him with Freeman right behind. Yeah, I was. I- I was that's a that's a crop. Yeah, unless it's a you know just a popular vote and the Knicks fan or Met, Mets fans go crazy. Come on, Mets fans, turn it up. Yeah. All right, let's go to the national news. Brought to you sure. by Jake Storielli. Jimmy the. I I'll say the best game of the weekend or the most shocking game for some started Friday night. The Golden State Warriors without Kevin Durant beat James Harden, Chris Paul in Houston in Houston in game six. Curry with zero in the first half, 33 in the second half. He went nut job Curry, which is one of the more awesome things to watch in sports. 
Speaking of more awesome things to watch in sports, Kawhi Leonard calls game uh, in Toronto. He hits the game winner. The The shot is unbelievable. If you saw it in a movie, you'd say it's like a dumb finish. Um, Embiid cries. My Nuggets lose game seven. McCollum goes off. Sad times in Denver. The Bruins are rolling. They win 6-2 and take a 2-0 series lead. The Hurricanes coach says they ate a poop sandwich. John's Sharks win 6-3 over St. Louis. Let's go Sharks. Aaron Rodgers with the big Game of Thrones cameo. We'll talk about that at halftime. And breaking, Cavaliers sign Michigan basketball head coach former Michigan basketball head coach, John Beeline. Beeline. Boom. Dude, I started some Twitter conversations yesterday that have the, the replies are just like, I, oh, I didn't care this much. Shit, I did not care this much. Right. Warriors won. Good for you. Good for the Splash Bros. Yeah, bet of the day. We'll, cir- we'll circle around to that. Um, the whole f- I'm over 500 debate now in basketball. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just, and that's, I was giving you kudos because, like, this was outside of X's and O's. This was just knowing who the Warriors are. <laughs> like, they're a dynasty. Like, until have you they're not, not seen- Until they're not, they are. Right. Have you not seen what Steph and Clay have done? <laughs> and like you're just you're gonna say, Oh, Kevin Durant's out, so Houston will win at home. Like, no. That's not how it ha- that's not how this works. Curry um, had zero in the first half. Yeah. And that's crazy. so that was the other thing. So I um I was watching the Yankees game, so I missed the first half. But um it was tied at halftime. So I, I texted the basketball crew, I was like, So what's worse? Curry putting up a zero spot? Or Houston being tied with Golden State with Curry having a zero spot, and it's clearly the latter. Uh, Clay had a big first half. I think Clay had 21 in the first half or something like that. But it was just awesome to watch. I mean, Curry went nut job in the, the last play that sealed the deal. They double-teamed Steph Curry like by midcourt. He throws a lob plat- pass to Draymond. Houston is praying that Draymond will shoot from anywhere. <laughs> that Draymond dribbles all the way to the basket and goes up for a layup to the point that he finally gets contested at the rim. He passes it to Iguodala, Iguodala to Clay. Clay has just an inch of space and buries it, and it's just that's what they've done. That's Golden State. So um, I don't know, man. That was a uh, – Curry going nuts is one of the, like, the most, cool, <laughs> most coolest things you could see on a basketball court. <laughs> So you think that was the better game than Nuggets game seven buzzer beater? Well, that was Toronto Sixers. I I think it was better basketball. Oh, yeah, um, Toronto. People, pe- people were doing the corny, like, the winner of Houston Golden State, this is the NBA championship, which there's, like, some merit to it. I didn't watch. I, I was in and out of the Sixers-Toronto game. Um, I'll say this. I mean, a game winner in game seven – and uh, I I just found an angle of it that I'm gonna tag you in on uh on the Twitter sphere. Um, when it's they're just all diff- watching with with the picture. No, it's just of the hoop, and it's like, it's it's like soothing. Like, uh, I I just tagged you on Twitter. Um, it's 
Like, if you just watch that on loop, it'd be like, rela- it's like a satisfying thing. Like, I'm trying to compare it to something, but I don't know what to compare it to. That is very cool. Just very aesthetically pleasing, watching that ball bounce, 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 and go in. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the last play when Golden State clinched that I just described, Scott Van Pelt was on SportsCenter after, and he described that as, like, basketball porn, because that's what it was. Um and then I'm on, I mean, I'm the, on my fourth watch. This is something right. Whoever, like, whoever uploaded this should have made it a gift, though. Very obnoxious yeah. that they didn't. Idiots, um, human idiots. But uh, I mean, it was. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, these these two teams that are going to change a lot depending what happened in this game. The Raptors with Kawhi, the Sixers with their crew, and Bead cries off the court. Um, I mean, it's a brutal way to lose. Big baby David just cracked me up. What did he get you with? I just retweeted it. So uh, Magic Johnson tweeted, Kawhi Leonard played like a superstar scoring 41 points in a Game 7 victory over the Sixers. And yeah. Big baby David quote tweeted with, quit his job so we could say things like this. <laughs> Dude, it's Magic Johnson is unbelievable. Like I, I'm, I'm glad it's getting fully exposed now. Because I, I think I said it when this originally happened. I was like, Magic Johnson's just skated by by saying things with a big smile for like 20 years. And now he's like getting exposed. Um, good for Toronto. Uh, my Nuggets lose. I was recording, watching and recording Talking Yanks during most of that, so I don't have a lot of X's and O's on it. I know Portland was down at the half and McCollum went off. Um, what about? sad times. What? I was just going to ask, what about Embiid crying? Um, like, I don't have a problem with crying, obviously. That's how I opened the show. <laughs> um, because, like, he cares, and, you know, you put a lot into it, and to lose on something like that, like, there's a lot of emotions. Um, it's just... It's the Embiid thing. Like, I love how entertaining he is and all of that, and he, he truly wants to have fun. And, like, I'm, I'm always going to encourage people to want to have more fun. But, like, if, another, if the opposing player did this and Embiid was on the other side of the cor- court, he'd be calling them, like, crybaby, or he'd, he'd be, he would mock them, like, a thousand percent. So it's like, well, dude, like, I don't know what you expect right now. Yeah. I don't care. Cry. Have, emo- have emotions. Cry it out. Have a day. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this Sixers crew. Um, the, the, only problem, might- the only mistake okay. is in the meme world we right. live in, you got you to gotta try and keep that behind cameras outside of cameras and stuff. right like you got and and, I, and that sucks because like i don't care if you cry after a devastating loss I, I i don't care if your girlfriend wipes your tears that's honestly beautiful <laughs> a lot of guys would love a girlfriend that does that <laughs> um sure but you have to know like who you are and what the internet is and just that's forever now oh yeah that's but, like, again, I think at the end of the day, it'll spin into a good thing because just, like, it's Embiid caring. Yeah. Um, so, um, I don't know, man. Pretty pretty low-key uh, good sports weekend. Um, 
Your sharks? Did you watch some sharkies? <sighs> I'm diehard. Of course I watched. The sharks are good, man. Like, I don't watch. I didn't watch a lot of regular season hockey. I watched a lot of postseason hockey. The Sharks' ability to prolong attacks. So, so for all our soccer fans that want to break down, you know, you get in the box. It's like, oh, this is a moment. The Sharks will keep it there for like five minutes straight. It's crazy. The other team just tries to dump it out. And somehow the Sharks defensemen keep it in. I mean, that has to be the best way to play hockey, right? Like, I'm, I'm again, I'm trying to link it to soccer, but like when the, the best teams in the world, like Spain and those guys, they control the ball, which is how you win in a lot of sports. <laughs> I'm guessing that's what our Sharks are doing. Well, maybe. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, who did we just play? Who'd they beat before? Uh, my blanking. avalanche you've already yeah. forgotten their yeah. names it wasn't the avalanche style at least not in the playoffs they were just a, putting them in your rear view yeah oh yeah put put the avalanche in my rear view they were a transition are team you excited were, i just used that saying yeah because they were so fast they were a transition team you know the sharks set it up and control the zone but how every, good was but, that on the road trip it was really good we drove cross really country good. and every time we left uh, a state <laughs> or a city we just said just put Michigan in our fucking rear view. Just in our <laughs> rear view. Never again. <laughs> that was fun. Anyway, Sharks play again tonight, so I'm excited. And Jones has looked great. Goaltender. Since I've been watching, everyone keeps saying he was garbage. He's like, oh, I didn't watch the first three games of the playoffs. I became a fan after that. So, hmm. Go Sharks. Go Sharks. Anything else? Was that really Aaron Rodgers in Game of Thrones? Yeah, he just had a dumb little cameo. He was, like, diving into an alley, um, and it's a little bit of what Game of Thrones has been putting their time into. Um, John Beeline gets signed by the Cavs. Kind of cool. Kind New news. Um, and I, I'd say, I mean, it doesn't do a ton for the Cavs. Maybe it will. Dude, I looked at John Beeline's resume, and it's really cool guys that earn their stuff. Uh, well, you'll like this. He played at a school called Wheeling. It's a D2 college in Virginia, Wheeling. Um, started as a high school coach, New Fane High School, Erie Community College, Nazareth in New York, Lemoyne in New York, Canisius College, um, Richmond, West Virginia, Michigan, and now he gets a chance at the NBA. Started, started being a basketball head coach in 1975. Um, and now he gets a Michigan job. So that's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. It is cool to see him work up. Uh, Steven, Brad Stevens, same way. Yeah. B-Rad. Same path. He's still young, though, so it's not as cool. Uh, but he was like, he just did it faster. Yeah, exactly. But like that's, that's almost less impressive. You know what I'm saying? Well, you like the grind, but it's, more impre- right. it's definitely more impressive. <laughs> took that guy 20 years to get of his dream took this guy four oh that's that's impressive right he stuck with it that's more impressive to me uh okay let's go to halftime what do you want to say about thrones because i don't care um i'm so sick of people telling me i'm not allowed to be upset so i think that's interesting and well i mean you'd like you were alluding at before, you got yourself in a couple combos that <laughs> you're wishing you didn't really get into. 
I just, I think it's at a funny point. Because, like, last night's episode entertained me. Um, Like, there was a lot going on. I was still on the edge of my seat, you know, looking for some different things. Um, I think it's funny, like, people are digging into all the Hollywood stuff now. Like, people are so mad at these nerds because... I guess they had the option to do two more full seasons and they had like a full storyline for that. Um, but they went with this option to just do six episodes because they want the new Star Wars or something coming up. Um, so now people are like <laughs> starting to get mean at them to not give them Star Wars. Um, I don't know, man. It was entertaining. Some some of the storylines are, are pretty bunk. Um, like the, I, I mean, you could start, it's, it, for me, it starts fully with the White Walkers. Like, there was nothing there. And then, like, this episode, like, the Jamie and Euron fight is just like, oh, Euron was just hiding in the rocks? Euron was ready to go from the boats, hoping to find Jamie? Like, he should have no idea that Jamie was even going to be there. It's very, um, it's very, it's, all I will say, because I'm, I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm sick that, yeah. I'm sick of people telling me. Say what uh, you want. It's a bad show right now. It's like really if season one, if this writing was right. season one, it does not become what it is. No one latches on, doesn't become a phenomenon because it's bad writing right now. Nothing has been satisfying. Cersei's death wasn't satisfying. Jamie's character arc was for nothing. The Euron fight. What the fuck? Who even cares? Uh, I guess I guess that would be that would be my my biggest counter thing to you at this point would be that like you're you're saying people on the internet are telling you that you can't dislike it. Like I think the other half, I think there's a lot of people out there out there that are like you that are basically like you can't like this. Which again, I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Do I think this is as high caliber as the former Game of Thrones stuff? No. Do I think it's hard to end a lot of shows? Yeah, especially when it's a bunch of mystery stuff that you didn't have an ending planned for. <laughs> um, and well, I think the they found themselves in a corner. I think it can still be entertaining and enjoyable, um, but I don't... There's, like, I enjoyed watching last night's episode. Yeah, but I, I a didn't. lot of the storylines and stuff still suck how they're going to wrap up. I, uh, I didn't. I, I I skipped forward and just read. I just skipped forward and read the spoilers and and uh, then like watched it like on my own time. And I'm not gonna watch the next episode. I, I just I was never a, like a diehard. Like I would never put Game of Thrones in my right. top top shows ever. I think it's I've from the jump I thought it was too convoluted and like season five was a bad season of TV in my opinion. I remember thinking like, oh, I might not watch season six. But then the first episode was good again. So I've never been die hard. This is the best show on TV. I've never landed in that boat ever. But uh, I'm just not interested anymore. Like I, I, I am not interested in in watching the next. Yeah, episode. I, ju I just think there's there's so many dynamics, and it almost comes. I, I mean, this is gonna sound way too heavy, and it's not where I'm going near at all. But like I. Like my my girlfriend went to Vanderbilt and like they have some really high up like political classes there like, um and they've got some good programs like Anderson Cooper's from there blah 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 they're 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 very in it and I know um like during this last election like professors were literally and figuratively tearing up their books because 
anything about old elections and stuff with the new technology and world we live in is all useless. <laughs> um, like the books had to be rewritten. And I think over the time of Game of Thrones, like think about how powerful like theories and people wanting the story to happen have become. And I, I think that's where a lot of the internet arguments get ugly because it's people saying like, well, no, that's that's not what you wanted to happen for the character. And it's like, it can... No, it doesn't have to be that. You could just not like the way it's written, and that's fine. Um, and other people can enjoy it differently. But yeah, I think I think they opened up a whole can of worms. I think there is a Hollywood side to it um, that had a huge effect on it. Uh, who do you think ends up on the throne? If you had care. to guess, so you can't John, give me a don't care. Nope, <laughs> I, I don't care. Jon Snow. Okay. But people, it's it's this miserable world, Jake, where like, you care, you care, you care. And I'm like, I honestly don't. Like, oh, you're just not going to watch because you're a martyr now. It's like, so I can't win with you? Right. So no matter what I say, you have your interpretation of what I'm trying to do. I'm not interested in the show anymore. Right. I, I would say this. I think the the bigger martyr thing there would be watching, <laughs> watching however many hours of footage they have out now, 80 hours or wherever we're at, and then coming to the last episode and being like, they lost me, I'm not going to watch it. I've like, that, that would be too obtuse. I've done that with so many shows. Like, once once I, I like, the fourth wall's broken down, and I, I don't buy the writers anymore. Like, I'm not right. in the world anymore. So there was, that's what I would say. There was a point right, where, but I'm like, I'm just saying, even like we we just watched that video of a basketball going up and down on a rim on a hoop. If you've if you've been through this whole journey just to watch the final hour and a half to close the book on it, you close the book on it. Yeah, I know. I like like Outlander, it's a show I really liked, and the third season, the finale, I still haven't seen it. I just Katie watched it and I asked her how was it, and she said, eh, and I've never seen it. I've done that with there so many go. shows. Like, I'll just find out what happens. It's like uh, now I view, I view the final episode of Game of Thrones the same way I view the draft and the lottery. I don't need to watch that. I'll just find out. Someone will tell me afterwards what happened, and that's okay. That'll satisfy it for me. I'll just go watch Ken Burns' The Dust Bowl. Be entertained. There you go. Dust Bowl's some scary shit. Different strokes for different folks. They'll always say. That's that's my thing. I don't care if you enjoy it. Like I've. But I'm not allowed to be uninterested anymore. But I guess I guess what what clipped me up is when you said like, like when you say it's bad writing. If someone told you they were enjoying this last season of Game of Thrones, you would look at them a little differently. No, I wouldn't. I, they just enjoy shows differently. Like that's what this kid was saying. Like, uh, you just gotta enjoy it for what it is. I've never ever thought that about a TV show. Okay. And some people do. It's kind of like how you watch movies different than I watch movies. Oh yeah, like I, that's not how I my uh, that's not how I go into things like that. Like I, yeah. I don't have to just enjoy things for what they are. I'm allowed to pick them apart and have opinions and decide what I like and not like. Yeah, and it's uh the I think the internet like internet got too strong for Game of Thrones. Just threw my Gatorade bottle. Um, and yeah, I I don't know if there was gonna be a win, but what they're doing <laughs> has not been a win. Um. And now, like, there's there is a little part of me that, like, if the Hollywood stuff is true, that these geeks tried to wrap it up high and tight just so they could get Star Wars, I kind of do hope Star Wars is taken away from them. Me too. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, that's halftime. Let's go into the news. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. The oldest human alive, aged 146 years old, dies in Indonesia. Show me the documentation. A man caught dumping garbage on the roadside is faced with a terrible punishment. A wild raccoon moved into a German zoo and the keepers can't get rid of it. On the other note, a bull has escaped and is running loose on the highway of Massachusetts. In Arizona, it's no longer a felony to own nunchucks. What? Dennis Rodman and others have been accused of stealing a 400-pound crystal and clothing from a California yoga studio and a fake couple that got fake married may actually marry then promptly divorce I read the news today, oh boy. a lot going on not going on a lot going on <laughs> uh what do you want to go first how old is human 146 that can't be right no it's a lie i mean i didn't even click the article it might be like a actual like a hoax article but yeah, no one lived to be 146 years old. According to his papers, Soda Mejo, also known as Mgagoto, um, yeah, he says he was born in December 1870. Indonesia only started recording births in 1900, and there have been mistakes before. Um, hey, I'll say this. Um, you know, I don't necessarily know what a, a hundred forty six year old would look like, but I mean this guy could give it a chance. Did they have documentation? He had papers, but they're basically saying like the papers aren't like confirmed, confirmed. I mean, Jimmy, I, I would click it like it's not uh, you know I don't love looking at something that's really disgusting or bad. I mean the guy's alive. But uh, he looks Not like one forty six. I mean, he, he looks, probably he looks. Look, he looks like he's coming up on one forty six. I'll say that. I mean, think of one forty six. I mean, that he means... looks like he's a few weekends away from one forty six. Maybe one hundred. He's still walking. Get out of here. I'm out of here. This is such a lie. <laughs> oh yeah, one hundred forty six year old just walking around the earth. What's your secret? I'm not 146. <laughs> How do you do it, sir? Well, I'm 92. I lie to you, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this article just says, it's a terrible punishment for a man caught dumping garbage on the roadside. What do you think his punishment is? That's so terrible. He has to eat the garbage? Oh, my God. Look at the picture. He dumped a lot of garbage on the roadside. Let's see. In Nigeria, a man was given an easy but terrible punishment. He was caught inappropriately dumping garbage beside the roadside by security services. The police and state-run waste management agency in Lagos surprised the man on the picture below when caught dumping garbage on the roadside. As punishment for his improper waste disposal, he was forced to clean all the garbage there, package and load them into his car, and drive to his home, where he will explain his harmful act to the members of his families and neighbors. Go fuck yourself. Oh, that's disappointing. I don't care about that. Wow. Um, 
Terrible punishment for a man dumping garbage. He's got to pick up the garbage he dumped. It's not terrible. Just kind of not even really a punishment. Yeah, I uh, I mean, this makes me think of one thing, which I, I think I've said before on here, but I had the cops come to my house one time um, late high school. When you have some garbage and you don't have a spot to bring it, that's a bad feeling. Um, so I remember I missed trash day one summer, and it was like my only obligation, like being a late high school kid. Like, get the trash out every Tuesday or whatever it was. And if I didn't do that, like, my mom would be mad at me because we'd have trash and smelly trash in the garage for a week. Um, so I was like, crap. I think I missed a week before, <laughs> and so I missed it. So I was like, I got to throw this out. I'm like, where's a dumpster in town I could go to? I was like, oh, there's one at the middle school. Go to the middle school, throw all the garbage away in the dumpster. Cop shows up at the house um, later that day. Son, did you throw out trash at the middle school? I was like, yeah, yes. Of course I did. <laughs> that's, what this, that's what this is? Um, he's like, you can't do that. And I was like, oh, I, I miss trash day. I'm very sorry. And he's like, okay, don't do it again. Um, but And then it was kind of funny because it was me, the cop, and my mom. And everyone, like, <laughs> everyone checked their boxes. Like, my mom was like, okay, have the boy kind of scared and he got rid of the trash, check. Officer was like, okay, did this kid mean any harm? Not really, but did I teach him a lesson? Kind of. Me, got rid of the trash. So it was win, win, win. Yeah. So I'm sorry this guy didn't get a stiffer punishment. And My, in, my, in mom, my mom's was. dad, my namesake, my grandpa Jimmy, who I never met. Right. He would just take like a washing machine, put it on the back of his truck, drive on the highway, pull off to the shoulder, and then they'd say, push, and then they'd kick it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the 70s, I guess, but. Push. Push. <laughs> this, is the, this is the spot. We're good. Dad, this is the highway. <laughs> yeah. Kick that shit out of here. <laughs> Better times, man. Yeah, I mean, that's New York City in the 70s and 80s when it was like just trash was everywhere. Yeah. But uh, what a terrible article that was by the African News. You got me, you clickbaiting, clickbaiting sons of bitches. Gotcha. Raccoon moves into a zoo. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm totally with that. Raccoon goes around like, wait, you guys live here? You get food every single day? You, yeah. Yeah, that's on the zoo. Like this is like a summer camp. You guys just get to chill. Do you got oh tons of friends here? Why would I ever leave? Although we Fred did have this same story on one of our first episodes ever, where like a mountain lion stumbled upon the zoo, and we were, we had a different take where we said the mountain lion probably looked around and were like this is fucked up. You guys are locked in. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the animal there, right? And I guess there there is a big catch here. So this raccoon has been nicknamed Fred. Um, by the people discussing it. That's not his birth name? It's a nickname? Um, I don't know. I don't think they've checked with Fred. Uh, here's the problem, Jim, about the whole summer camp vibes. Um, European Union rules dictate that he'll have to be castrated. Oh, they don't want him fucking anything in the zoo? Basically. So it's... Hold on. What can, fed, a, what can a raccoon go fuck in the zoo? Like, what's, what's it? Get fed... I mean, anything he wants. Well, I don't know. I think if a raccoon goes to try and uh, fuck a lion, the lion's gonna, just going to kill it. Like, what's what's what are the potential mates? 
Um, I mean, all right, let's start with the amphibians. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't. I'm serious. What like like what? Maybe it just needs to be like neutered. I think it's just like a like. I don't know if another raccoon gets in there. They can't just have the raccoons breeding in there. Yeah. Like I, I, I think that's the real reason. I don't, I don't really know. Looks like that raccoons can uh, crossmate with. Uh... Okay, so this is this says bobcat, fox, possum, maybe a beaver. <laughs> Raccoon and a bobcat. They say. No way. That's what this article says. They also say that raccoons can crossbreed with cats. Raccoon. I, mean, I can kind of see that. I mean, a bobcat's a cat, I guess. Raccoon cat mix. Big cat. Fucker. Uh, if you have anything on that, let us know. Yeah. 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 Bull, bull on the Massachusetts highway. That's. Just a dumb article. I'm sorry. No offense. Stock picture of a bull. Like, it gives me nothing. I've got nothing to work off there. If you're giving me stock pictures, I'm out. Um, some stock pictures can be funny when used right. The bull is brand new news. When, I, when that headline went up, like, I think the bull was still on the highway. Oh, it's still live. Okay, so, so there's a chance. So, so that was breaking then. Yeah, if we type bull highway right now, remember when those llamas got used, loose like five years ago? They were running around the Dallas, or maybe not Dallas, but... Yeah, uh, police chase loose bull on Massachusetts Highway. There's a picture. There's a picture It looks like the bull's chasing the cop. If you're a regular cop, right? Like just you're a regular in a small town work in the streets cop. Sure. And their dispatcher calls you and says there's a bull loose on the highway. Right. Can't you just be like that's not what I do? Um I guess I think I guess it's protect and serve and nonstop, but it's Yeah, you you start going into the mentality. I don't know. I, I look at it a little differently. Like I think it's uh like I think it's easy dibs on being a hero, right? Back in the nineteen sixties, you just go, Yeah, let's go kill that bull. And you kill the bull. Right. I I mean nowadays you just go, All right, let's clear this out. You you like stay in the car. Um, like the bull's not going to kill you in your car, most likely. Um, and you just make some moves like, I don't know. Worst case, you got to give the bull a little nudge with your car. Yeah. Run it over. It'd be so much more fun in the eighties when you could just kill the bull. Now it's the show's motto. I got a, uh, holy shit. Someone went back to March 15th. You someone oh went back to a tweet from March fifteenth of mine just to throw a this didn't age well. Oh boy. Watch out. Why would you people is don't it Yankees? Is it thrones? What is it? Yankees. Um a spring training game about Devers. Nice. But uh people don't know how to use the this didn't age well thing, Jake. Well, that's what I'm interested to see, because normally I agree with you. 
Oh, this one was, I said, Devers is making me feel better about Andujar. Yeah. And he did. In that moment, he, that game, he did make me feel better about Andujar. Right. This didn't age well. It is properly used on predictions about the future. Right. Bill Simmons predicting the Celtics would win 67 games and then they won 48 or whatever. Yeah. Did not age well. Yeah. I got, I got one, uh, I got one like yesterday in the game and they were like, this didn't age well. And I was like, what do you talk? Nothing. The thing that I tweeted didn't change. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. People have no idea how to use that, but that's how people just hear a phrase that everyone uses. They're like, oh, I'm going to use this same phrase. And they just, right. They think it's, they think it's used as like, this is a bad take, which like, if that guy wants to say that it's fine. I, uh, Cause his take on your take is it's a bad take. I uh, so the other day when Herman was pitching, he struck out Kiermaier or someone, sure. and the guy just dropped his bat in disgust, you know. And I said Herman demoralizing people, and then three innings later, Herman gave up a home run. He said this tweet didn't age well. I said, that makes no sense. Yeah, Herman did demoralize people in that inning. The fact yes. that two innings later he gave up a home run does not change the fact that earlier he demoralized people. Yeah. You have no idea how to use the phrase this tweet didn't age well. Most people that use it don't know how to use it because they're dumb and they just repeat right. recycled phrases. Anyway. Fake wedding couple may actually marry, then promptly divorce. Does, what does that even mean? Man, I wanted to click it and read it and like the first five words just fully lost me. I couldn't do it. They have to get married so they can get divorced. That's like what lost hair, you. Hairdressing celebrities or something. I don't know. I couldn't do it. I couldn't stomach it. <laughs> Dude, there was this uh, there was this drama on like YouTube people, and it was a headline YouTube. somewhere. So I was like, oh, let me see this. I, I don't know the guy's names. He does makeup. And he, he lost like 2 million subscribers. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Let me find out what happened here. And I started like reading some. And then I went to his, he did like an I'm sorry YouTube. Mm. And I, it, it was so slow in eight minutes. So I put it on two times speed, just like, let me speed this up. And it was still so slow and boring. And then I was like, I guess I don't care. I just, I, <laughs> I have no idea what happened. The guy that does makeup lost 2 million subscribers because someone else said he was a bad guy. That's what I, the gist of it. But uh, wow. I wanted to be interested. I like knowing drama. No, no, drama. I don't. I don't know anything about this, and I'm not interested. Why they have to get married? How about Dennis Rodman stealing a 400 pound crystal from a yoga studio? Why did a yoga studio have have a 400 pound crystal? This sounds familiar to me. Is this old? No. Why would that sound? I guess anything with Dennis Rodman is like the Florida sentences. Like if you said Florida man pulls gator out of his pants. Like, it just sounds normal. I guess anything with Dennis Rodman is kind of the same. Yeah. What are you looking up over there, bud? That dude came back. I'm like, why did you respond? This is from March oh, 15th. Boy. He said, search for Andujar Devers due to the ramblings. I like you. It's just a bad take. I said, it wasn't a take. It was a feeling I had during a spring training game. No projections. No take. Just a feeling in the middle of a game. <laughs> People are annoying, man. 
They always want to be like, ah, gotcha. You didn't get me. It's the internet. You don't know how to interpret words. That is frustrating, though, when everyone just thinks everything is a take. Like, what do you mean this is a take? Yeah, that's what, I mean, you know my thing, and I I don't know. I don't think this. I didn't enjoy that episode of Game of Thrones. What a bad take. What's the take? That it is a take. No, it's like, not. That's fine. Yeah, if your take is it's a bad episode, and someone else no, can think it's a good. I episode. didn't say it was a bad episode. I said I didn't enjoy it. I I don't think you said that the first time. If you didn't enjoy it, that's fine. That's not a take. Your that's what your I said. feelings are not a take. Feelings are not a take. That's the big takeaway. If you say it's a bad episode of Game of Thrones, that can be considered a take. Yes. Because their take is it was a good episode. Takes. I didn't say it was bad. I said I didn't enjoy it. Feelings are not takes. This guy's confused. Don't. We got to keep it moving. (laughs) I think (laughs) we're done. Podcasting. We're we're done. All right. Let me. Side internet fights, not good podcasting. Better the day. It's the better the day. Better the day. Better the day. Bet of the day, bet of the day. Jakey Jakey is on fire. Nine wins out of his last ten bets. For real, that's that's very impressive, Jake. You are on fire. Nasties in fuego. That means on fire, baby. I think we like, need that sound clip. Like fuego. Uh, man, just one wrong bet in your last two weeks, and Durant had a shot for it. Well, no one cares about that. And, like you said earlier, your NBA overall score, you are now 20 and 19. You put out, you put out, you put it into the ether. You said, I'm going to fix my NBA and get above 500. And you were sitting ugly at that point. And I laughed. I said, you'd need to go on a hell of a streak to do that. And you did. So here you are. If you believe in anything, you can do it. Um, I had... (laughs) One of, one of my girlfriend's friends, Heather, um, it's a cool girl. She, uh, she has like a, a life coach of sorts who she talks to every now and then to keep herself in line. And um, <laughs> someone, someone said the sentence to her like, imagine if you thought about yourself the way your life coach said things about yourself. And she's like, damn, I would be so much better. <laughs> like... Like when you hear people say nice things about you and you just internally put yourself down a little bit. Self-deprecating humor. But um, I'm hot. It is what it is. Um, I I also, Jim, if you remember, I said, if I get this win, I think I have to stop betting NBA games so I can win. Yeah. Our good friend, Pat Just the Thumb Hapkin, DM'd me, and he said, you can't leave on a heater. Like that's a, that's a, that's against the rules. Um, nah. Luckily, there's there's no NBA game tonight, okay. so we still have time still have time to mull it over. Um, Jim, we're gonna te- we're gonna test the heat a little bit. Why don't you just bet the Sharks to win? It's not a it's not a good enough 
payoff. It's All like right. twenty to win like thirteen bucks. Like I, I can't give the people that. Okay. Um, Jimmy, so we're gonna try to make some money today in baseball. I was looking for a line, looking for a line, and then ding, it went off in my head. Jimmy, we're going to Detroit versus Houston. In Detroit. In Detroit. Okay. Astros just had a nice little homestand. They played some good baseball. They destroyed Texas. Um, yeah, Texas forever, my friend. God, football. Jimmy, you, you know who's on the hill today for for Detroit? Who? Our guy even... Boyd. Oh, the, uh, nice. The lefty that lit us up. He's got a 2.86 ERA on the year. 0.93 ERA. And what was this story? Is it, wasn't he one of the sleep apnea guys? Or he figured something out. He had one of the weird baseball things happen. Um, but whatever he did, it's worked, and he's looked great this year. It's in Detroit, and they have the better pitching matchup, and it's a chance to win some good money. It would be 20 to win, like, 30. So I think I'm going to take the Tigers. Well, who's pitching for who's pitching for the Astros? Brad Peacock. Starting for them? Yep. They are on a good run here. They've uh, they've won their last five games. But Texas is a bad team. So so is Detroit. There's so many fucking bad teams. Detroit's 18 and 20. I and I think the big thing Detroit has going from they have Ron Gardenhire, and I think Ron Gardenhire is a good bad team manager. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's got a lot of practice. Yeah, exactly. Like those mediocre Twins teams through the years. Like I think the, I think he's good at making a 70 win team an 80 win team. I think that's what he's doing with Detroit. Detroit, Houston was just on a nice home stand, just hitting some balls. They're going to Detroit now. Boyd is pretty good. Boyd punches him in the mouth game one. And this is a bet to get some money, you know? Okay. Peacock coming off a good start, but he had a really bad start. Uh, so you're saying that you're telling me this, where is this game being played? Detroit. First game of the road trip for Screwston. Brad Peacock, 5.52 ERA on the road this season. So that helps your bet since you're taking the yeah. Tigers. Interesting. I mean, I don't know if I just – if you did an NBA bet, I'm blindly agreeing with you. Wow. Right. Wow. And Boyd in four starts has a 2.42 ERA at home. Uh, so all the, all the data lines up with you. Boyd's the kind of pitcher that frustrates you. He gets some strikeouts. I'm, I'm just saying you got – you technically have the better starting pitcher and the home field and a chance to win a little extra queso here. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. I heard you were giving out free money. I'm with you. I didn't, I didn't automatically be with you today. I had to make up my own mind. And that's fine. And I, I think... Uh, What's the over-under for these two pitchers? Ooh. What do you think it is? One of your favorite games. I don't know how they do these. I would guess it's at eight. eight. No, I would guess eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah. Eight and a half. Um, but yeah, D Detroit sneaks one out. And uh, Houston's 17 and 21 against the spread this year. Dude, so. that hot streak put that hot streak 
puts you well above 500 on like it makes me look like i'm a decent sports gambler which means uh, i mean there's a reckoning coming and it's probably starts with a detroit houston game (laughs) i mean overall you're 46 and 39 yeah i mean it's not that impressive (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty good yeah it could be worse isn't 500 impressive I think it's a catch-22, like, not really because in Vegas, like, you have to pay the VIG on bets, so 500, you're still losing money. Um, like, technically, being up the games I'm up is probably considered, like, 500. <laughs> but yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay hot. Good. Do it. Stay hot. Let's go back to this uh, Your Love song. I'm going to just do, uh, I'm going to do the real song as the outro. That'd kind of be interesting for this week to do the cover to open the show and then the real song to end it. You get to see both versions. Cause, cause Josie's on a vacation far away. It's mm. a great song. Powerful. You know, I like my girls a little bit older. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We will be back tomorrow with another episode of John Boy and Jake radio. Enjoy your Monday. When's the song start? That's my only issue. Guy that sings this looks like a total squid. <laughs> looks like a, just a fucking nerd. <laughs> See you guys.